Port, uh, go ahead. Oh, so, so good evening, oh. everybody. Nice to see Hello. everyone. Uh, I don't know if he comes to the Zooms or not, but he sent me a text. Michael, I You're muted. Oh, he's muted? I was wondering why. Hey, Paul, can you hear you? You're muted. We didn't hear anything. Start over. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. So this is an, he sent me an article from the uh, London Times. I don't know if it's today or not. So it says, why the path to enlightenment is an ego trip. <gasps> Shit. I just, I just, hey, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was trying to mute other people and I muted you. Sorry. I, I'm only going to do it one more time. <laughs> 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 then it's like throwing pearls before swine. I'm not doing it. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you, which is sort of a blessing, really. But that's, I guess I muted myself instead of, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, you got it yet, everyone? Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think it was from the London Times and the top and the, uh, I think it's on the front page. It says, why the path to enlightenment is an ego trip. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So he goes, for centuries, gurus have taught that the path to enlightenment involves transcending the self. Now researchers have spotted a problem. Spiritual practices that are supposed to shrink the ego are more likely to inflate it. Who would have thunk? I think Ramana, you know, stumped him. He got the he got the he got the big news break earlier. <laughs> But this is pretty trippy. It sounds very familiar of the presupposing of a non-existent thing. So it goes, all right, uh, here. Now researchers, I don't know who these researchers are. You know, who, the new, now researchers have spotted a problem. Uh, uh, spiritual practices that are supposed to shrink the ego are more likely to inflate it. People who take part in meditation and other training designed to make them less judgmental were found to score highly in spiritual superiority. <laughs> we know that most people have a deeply engraved need to be better. Uh, Ruse Vank of Radbound University in the Netherlands said spiritual training aims to guide people towards spiritual enlightenment. They should become wise people who refrain from judgment. Yet when they survey them, they all feel they're superior, spiritually superior. So, <laughs> those who took part, part in meditation where the aim was to reduce attachment to the personal self and ego needs such as social approval and success scored higher on questionnaires designed to measure spiritual superiority than those who have no such training. The result is the exact opposite of enlightenment. I rest my case. <laughs> this isn't from the onion if you know america this is from the london times so <laughs> uh, i thought it was pretty good <laughs> so what we're thinking is happening the exact opposite is occurring <laughs> this is called duality yes 
you th you think you're improving yourself, but you're reinf you're improving what you are, but you're reinforcing what you're not. <laughs> and that wasn't that wasn't like a pseudo name that I used to write to the London Times. <laughs> it's from uh, supposedly some reliable researchers. So again, <laughs> we used to call it spiritual addiction, whatever you want to call it. That was one of the things that happened to me. One of the first uh, places I was invited to go to when uh, we we put out a website and we weren't just uh, being in touch with recovered people. We were in, uh, so this group in North Carolina brought me out there and uh, I was going to be one of many like sort of teachers that spoke on the weekend and 60 people had been there for five days, you know, just doing whatever. So I went in there and then I basically shared about spiritual addiction and then I, one of the members said, uh, can you give us an example of it after 50 minutes of talking about it? And I went, voila, you see? And the head always exempts itself from what's being, uh, what's happening now. Yeah, we don't, we think we can see the problem, but we're in the problem while we're seeing that problem. In other words, we get a little glimpse of something from the bigger part. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get out because you're not in. I would think that's sort of, if you have heard these ideas that are presented usually in the uh, topic of non-duality at meetings, if you've heard those ideas, they tend to imply a certain logic, not like a mental logic, but a logic. And the logic is you can't get out of what you're not in. That's the logic, yeah? Now, it makes no sense if you believe you're in it. So when you believe you're in it and you try to stop doing all the things that you were doing to get out of it, that's a bigger in it, don't you see? Because it's not like we're in it. We are the in, yeah? We are the in that believes it goes in and out. <laughs> but it's always the in. <laughs> it's the in that's in. It's the in that wants to get out. And it's the in that says it's out. Only to go back into the in it doesn't want to be in as the in. <laughs> if you don't see it, you're not going to read it. You're not going to read it. The reading has to comply with a seeing, yeah? The reading isn't the end-all, be-all. A mental understanding isn't the end-all, be-all. The reading triggers something. Not, in, not driving you to read more, but to the seeing of what it's saying, yeah? Not the reading of what it's saying, the seeing of what it's saying, yeah? That it doesn't apply to them or to you in the past or maybe to the you, but now, right now. Yeah, like St. Francis, supposedly he made a statement that it says in a lot of ways, the way I, way I learned it was, 
what's looking is what you're looking for now now it isn't like uh oh i'm gonna go to a debate next week on what's looking is what we're looking what we're looking no it's now it's not meant to be a topic of study it's supposed to trigger a sense of hey yeah yeah and how long does it take to get no time whatsoever because it's a fact it's not like you're remembering a mathematical equation like you're there's no remembering something's you read something or you hear something and it hits something that sound yeah it hits like the ping isn't you know when you're trying to uh, hang a picture and there's a wall of sheetrock and you're trying to find the beam yeah because if you put the nail into the sheetrock it's not going to hold you got to put the nail through the sheetrock sheetrock to the beam yeah to the wood then you can you can frame you can put up a heavy picture if you put it in the sheetrock it may look like it's like it's in but as soon as you put something heavy on it it takes the nail out yes so it's not it's not that kind of sheetrock it gets somewhere else it hits something that sound bammo yeah like for me you could give me 800,000 descriptions of what i was and what i was doing over let's say a three-month period when i heard you can't get out of self as self it it skimmed over like 40 years of living yeah i finally got it if it, it skimmed over and it showed me that was the theme of basically the life that was being called paul's there was a drive to get out of something as that something i wanted to get out of yes so it was it was doomed to fail and in its failing was its success yeah when i finally saw it that was the most oh talk about being convinced it was just so damn obvious that's exactly what was happening yeah that's why it never worked it wasn't because i didn't do enough or i didn't read enough or i didn't pray enough or i wasn't sincere enough or i wasn't earnest enough it had nothing to do with more and enough yeah I was, I was trying, <laughs> the whole mathematics was based on a false number, the primary number one, yeah, when actually the, the, the mathematics is of nothing, zero, zero is it, when you, when you replace the one with a zero, it makes fucking sense, yeah, if you keep replacing all the numbers after the one, it never freaking works, does it? Has anything that you thought, you know how many people I talk with and some of them have this thing, they all, they tell me an amazing thing. I found an amazing path. They found like 50 amazing paths, but none of them ended. None of them arrived anywhere. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> What's amazing? Me, really. <laughs> the only thing that succeeds in a failed path is you're the star of it. Yeah, it's all about you once again. Yeah, that's where the interest lies. That's why when 
uh, experienced addicts come to satsang, they usually leave very quickly after a few weeks because they realize they're not going to get anything. They're not. It's the cupboard is the cupboard is empty. They're going to get nothing, and there's no interest in that. They want to have spiritual experiences. They want to be fucking high, yeah. Just shoot some coke; it's faster. You'll be as high as a fucking transcended moment for four minutes, five minutes. It may cost you money, but it will it'll save you a lot of time. Tell you the truth. <laughs> and you'll at least you'll get something, a rush. <laughs> Can you imagine going to a Coke dealer? And he says, well, you got to purify for 30 days. you got to change your diet before I sell you any Coke. you got to prepare yourself for this fucking rush. No. <laughs> Stick the needle in, push the plunger, there you go. <laughs> but the addiction of self, whoa, that's a big, that's something else. It's such an incredible addiction, you don't know it. You think you're addicted to substances. Yeah. Jeez. So, yes. I love non-duality in a sense because it's nothing. 2015, anything new in non-duality? No. 2016? No. 2020, what's new in non-duality? Nothing. That's the beauty of it, yes? It's completely reliable. You're not going to get it. You can't make it anything. Yeah? There you go. And you are it. What tells you you are it? A lot of paths tell you you can become it, or you were it, and then you fucked up. But what, what, what message tells you you are that which you're looking for? It's so beautiful. And it's the last one many, many people arrive at. Yeah. Maybe there's a point to that. Maybe it's in a way it's good to try fucking everything and then have it fail. And after watching self beat up on self for not being enough for a few years, you finally come to a recognition you can't get out of an imaginary place. And you saw now the questioning that's being projected out on everything else to hide the real thing that needs to be questioned is finally looked at from what you are. You see it from what you are. There's nothing there. There's something going on that implies it's already there, which is the selfing. Yeah. The selfing knows better. It knows if you were... If you were presented that you're in the process of becoming self, many of us would back out. We would. I've seen so many selves seemingly before. I don't want to end up there. So I'm going to freaking break the contract. No, no. I'd rather just be something else. But the selfing says you are already it. Yeah. This is the trick. It doesn't say you're in the process of becoming anything. It says you already are that. And in every process of becoming and unbecoming, you're going to be that which is in the process. How are you going to get out of it, through it? 
I'm going to have to read this whole article, but not now. I thought that was incredible, wasn't it? It sounded just like presupposing a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. The spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? It was almost the exact sentiment. Yeah? All right, you want to open it up, Mike? Yeah, and we've got two hands up. Krish is first. Krish? Hey. Can you see me? Yeah, got gotcha. I'm trying to get there, yes. He's pretty. <coughs> but it doesn't matter, I can hear you, so go ahead. Hey, guy waving his hand, <laughs> if you can see me. Nope. Go ahead, I can hear you. Just go. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, uh, nice to meet you, Paul. I'm from the UK, uh, Krish. Oh, there you are. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, um, you know what you were just saying uh, about, um, like, it, it's there. It's like, we don't need to, um, we don't need to look for anything from out of this imaginary place. It's already here. Um, it, it, what in what uh, to what degree does like grace play and like you know you said before and I've heard many other people say that you know it will be revealed to you is that kind of no, it that won't be on? revealed to you no it will be revealed but not to you and it's not the idea that there's nothing you need to do you're just not that that needs to do something yeah. It's mm -hmm. just questioning the subject that is implied to be before every possibility of doing or not doing, saying or not saying, feeling or not feeling. I don't care about that. I care about this, the assumed subject. And that assumed subject is saying, uh, you know, is grace going to appear to me? It's not to you. It appears, but not to you. Yeah, you're, that, you're not that you that's hoping for grace to appear to. You don't, you're not, yeah? You're not that you that doesn't want grace to appear to it. You're not that either, yeah? They have their effects, so then you learn how to deal with them so that they, you can mitigate them, but there is not one moment when they are you. They've never been, they never will be, they're not. It's a mental idea that's getting a lot of play because basically... It's captured the direction of attention and interest, and mostly what you're thinking about is the you uh, that you're not, yeah? And so, so suddenly the you that you're not takes the place of what you are, and you see everything from its point of view, which is called self-centeredness, yeah? Yeah, well, and so now too. you have an interpretation of self, and then that usually drives us to try to get out of it, which is a big form. Is that a... Yeah. You get caught in the net of self, can't get out of self. Because most of us, every one of these squares in this square, we've, we, not we, that has been a condition in our lives quite uh, for quite a long time without any knowledge of it. Yeah. We've been trying to get out of Krish as Krish. Yeah. That's the, that's the point, 
that is questioned by non-duality. That's it. It doesn't, I, I don't care what you're feeling or not feeling. I just want to see if that, if what's assuming it's you that's feeling it is true. If it ain't, you'll see things quite differently. You will. You'll feel things quite differently. You'll think things quite differently. Yeah. You'll act quite differently. Yeah. Yeah. There is grace. There's tons of grace. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do anything to open up to it. There's no requirements on great grace's side. It's the requirements are held as you. You may not think you're enough or not worthy to receive grace. Therefore, you deny it. Yeah. Unbeknownst to us, while we're begging for the grace, we're in an act of denial of the grace. We don't see there's a duality going on, and that's what non-duality is negating, not to. Yeah. That's all it is. It's, it's negating the, the, the working premise of this whole interpretation. Yeah. Not chapter 54, the author's page. Yes. The preamble. That it's questioning. Then the story will go the way it goes but you'll travel later through it. Yeah. I'm starting to see um, it bleed into my life. It's certainly kind of a certain stillness starting to bleed into my life. It's not happening in like an instant moment where like everything is just, you know, revealed or um, I guess I'll have moments where like I'm in a thought-free state where past and future are non-existent and I'm just here but then I get booted out of that quite quickly the mind just comes rushing through and uh but you, know, you naturally you... don't but the mind tells you you did yeah. so we believe the story so now you act like you're somewhere in everywhere and you've lost some everywhere but you haven't everywhere hasn't gone anywhere <laughs> The mental, the mental state has, the mental state has tripped out into its little imaginary cubby holes of past and future. <laughs> but I don't believe anything ever really happened. I don't think all of its shenanigans haven't moved you one bit, truly, as what you are. Well, Ramana Maharshi, and I study a thing called Advaita Vedanta, and they'll say that it's to do to a degree with your your vasanas which are your like mental impressions so like obviously things that have kind of built up over time your your uh karma so to speak but these mental your samskaras your vasanas these will kind of be quite ingrained uh, and you know it, it's the level of that is of, that's of the, the level action of work figure. yeah Sorry? that's of the action figure you know render yeah, up yeah, to yeah, Jesus hence why Render Sorry. unto Caesar's what Caesar's, but you're on a visiting visa to Rome. Yeah, you're not a fucking Roman. And you think Advaita, well, non duality doesn't believe in time and doesn't believe in this shit, really. Yeah, mm -hmm. time is seemingly a construct of the dreaming. It's that veil, obviously, it's how, how, how thick that veil is in front of you. For you know, I guess people have different. Otherwise, it would work that easy. That way, Chris. I see you. I see Chris as the veil. 
that's thinking yeah. there may be a thick veil in front of it. I mm -hmm. think Krish is the veiling, really. But for me to permanently abide in that thought-free state, it doesn't seem to be, as he You're said. You're not going to be in a thought-free state. You're in other states. You're in yeah, no, I get that. Mental, physical, no, I get that. Yeah. No, I understand. But when, you, when, you, when I'm not stuck in the story of Krish, that happens in... Yeah. Little... But that is like an experience and stuff, and they're great. But the basis is a fact. It's not determined or verified or denied by experience. It isn't. It's a fact. It's a fact. You are what you're looking for. Yeah? The seeing of the idea that there's a veil, the seeing of mental samskaras, deep mental grooves, that seeing doesn't have a deep mental groove. Yeah? So yeah, if you're really fucked up, you gotta feel better, sure. But what happens if you're okay with how things are and your basis is like a contentment and satisfaction, the appropriate response is being chilled out, yeah? I'm not trying to level deep mental grooves. I think that's the deep mental groove, yeah? The idea that I have deep mental grooves, I think is the deepest mental groove. And how is that ever gonna fill the groove? It ain't, yeah? You see you're not that. And maybe you don't end up in a transcendent blaze of light when you hit 50 years old in this life. Maybe you just travel lighter and then the transition from what we call life and death will not be, it will be sort of seamless because you haven't taken your eye off the ball for a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ball continues when the body dies. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't, you know, the, the liberation that I, I entertain is the need is, being freed from the need to be liberated, tell you the truth. I'm okay with deep mental grooves and fucked. I see the limitation of the action figure. I'm not gonna get, you know, I got the Toyota, it's 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 fluids are topped up, it's got I change the oil every three thousand miles, keep air in the tires, that's it. It runs, you know, it may not be the fastest. It may not be in front of the Rose Parade. It may not be, uh, have a Rolls Royce grill, but it's sufficient to get me around. And I'm, that's, I'm fine with that, yeah. I'm going the, I'm going, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you, if you took my blood, you'd see I have absolutely 0.00, .00 signs of any spirituality in me. I'm, I have no interest in it as a topic, you know? I don't. Maybe I'm going to go to hell. Who knows? But in a sense, I don't care. Maybe I will if I'm, I arrive at hell, but I'm not there now. So, so I'm, you know, I, I put my money on this roulette square, you know, black 38, and I've never changed the bet ever since I heard this message. And I, the roulette wheel gets spun over and over and over again. Every time the guy says, uh, what's your bet? Black 38. 
He doesn't even ask me anymore. It just stays on Black 38 no matter what my head says or how I feel or if I was mad that day or not. The bet is in. The bet, the bet doesn't get moved. And uh, I don't know. I just feel assured uh, in the uncertainty of it all. <laughs> I do my best as the action figure. If I hurt somebody's feelings, I'm at fault. I try to make amends quickly, you know. It does, you know, we do shit proverbially, you know, literally and figuratively. So I learned how to clean it up. Yeah. And then get on with it. And then, you know. <laughs> well, can I ask you one last question? before? Yeah, you can ask me anything, bro. So obviously, uh, you know, like, Thoughts can be quite problematic. Thinking can be quite problematic. No, your your thoughts are problematic. Yeah, no, no. I was just wanted to follow on to the question. So basically, uh, sorry. Uh, so, like, obviously, everything around us has been manifest from the mind. So everything human humans have created are manifested from the mind. I know that majority of the thoughts that enter my mind are junk, and I just watch them pass by now. But occasionally, like. How does one know what thoughts to retain and keep? Oh, I don't think you're in that decision process making position. Yeah. You don't really keep thoughts. They come in and they may they may grab your attention, but I don't feel like you keep them or. Uh, I don't know. I think there's two breed of thoughts. There's thoughts and then there's my thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I may be not I may be not able to get rid of thoughts, but they don't need to be added onto by calling them mine. Yeah. So something calls them mine, but I'm not invested in that. So they all seem like thoughts to me. Okay. I was just going to say because I'm more thought... interested in the idea of the thinker than thoughts. Yeah. Because I believe uh, one of the oldest thoughts is the idea of being the thinker. And it's it's a trippy thought because it's in, it, it implies that it's something else than a thought. It says it's the thinker. <laughs> but if you took off the emperor's clothes, you just see a thought. <laughs> There's a huge difference between my thoughts and thoughts, man. My thoughts can uh, have the weight of a fucking three-ton three fucking lead something. A thought has a nature of coming and going, yeah? <laughs> my thought tends to put the coming into an orbit, and then it, it doesn't go. It just goes round and round. Yeah, yeah. We're very, we're the dreaming, yeah, of this event. We got a lot of power, incredible power. It's not meant to be in the hands of our, of what we're not. So it's usually, it tries to think it's all powerful in a very small little way. But we actually are. We are the dreaming of the dreaming. That's a pretty incredible state. And if you have any sense of uh, resonance with the Course of Miracles, Lesson two says, you and I give everything, all the meaning it has, 
that's pretty comprehensive. It has two absolutes in one sentence. We give everything all the meaning it has. That sort of implies we, we're in a big role here. <laughs> I think humility would be a nice uh, fallback. <laughs> What's up, Paul? Um, just wanted to kind of clarify a little bit in regards to the um, article. So, the article. yeah, I'm a yoga teacher. I've been in the yoga scene for like five years, and um, I always could kind of sense something was a little odd. But since coming to these Zoom meetings and listening to you and chatting with you, it appears that so all spiritual practice is just for the action figure. Uh, I would I would say so. Yes. And if you're trying to attain enlightenment or whatever through spiritual practice, that seems to be where the uh, the problem arises. Uh, yes, I would say so. That okay. in a broad way, yeah, yeah. It's seemingly. <laughs> I mean, okay, because I I just. It gets really confusing when you're in a spiritual community and a yoga community for so many years and you hear these people talk in certain ways, you know, and it's it, it kind of throws you off and it feels something feels off. Something's fucked up, but it's like I can't quite put my finger on it. But then re recognizing that all this spiritual practice is actually just for the mind and the body, the action figure, that just seems to take care of the issue to me. Yeah, I think it's. Again, sort of like, um, you know, I remember when I would go, I'd be on retreats. And then I remember when I had this thing occur where my heart was acting strangely. So the, the doctors and the, my, the acupuncturist I was going to said, you know, meditation would be helpful. So then you'd sit for 15, 20 minutes, allow the energy to stay in the body, so to speak. Yep. Yeah. But then at the retreat years before, I was meditating 13 hours. So I must have had a belief that I was going somewhere. Right. Because my heart didn't need to meditate 13 hours to lower its beat rate or my blood pressure. That would probably be corrected in 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dilemma is it's the idea is not what you're doing. It's what's before that. Who is it that's the doer of it? Yeah. Is the doing being claimed to reinforce the non-existent thing? Or there is there just doing? Yeah. And doing is pretty damn helpful in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. But while you're doing something, the mental state is using that doing to imply a doer. So after a while, the, the doing is, isn't done in and of itself. There's, a, it, there's something that's taken out of the doing and now there's, it's, it's used to mold a, a sense of being a doer, yeah? Right, and then right. the doer is always remembered while there's the doing, but it's put in front of the doing. So now the doer is a doer, even if it's not doing anything, it's still a doer. See, this is the bondage of self. And uh, 
It's just that people like to talk about spiritual practices because people talk about spiritual doing in a rarefied way, so to speak. Yeah, it's not like doing the dishes or walking the dog. It has a profundity sometimes. So the mental state's giving it a lot of meaning and therefore its reflective surface throws back a bigger projection of you. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You put a lot of meaning in something. It's putting a lot. It's being used to put a lot of meaning into self. Yeah. Yeah. So th that's what, so, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the point of it. So yeah, yoga is awesome. Being a yoga teacher, I don't know, you know. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I just, it's just, I've always just taught, you know, where to where to put your hands, where to put your feet, you know, where, where, where the body's supposed to be, how to breathe, that kind of thing, and just recognizing, letting people know it's good for, good for the physical body. Good for the yeah, body. it's great. And it yeah. calms the mind, and you belong to the group. So right. Right, a lot of right. people are doing shit, and one of the things they're really feeling, they may not put a name to it, is connectiveness. Because they're really in a belief that they're separate. Because self has that belief. It's its, its whole basis that it's a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. So therefore, the feeling of belonging and connectiveness is what most people are, are looking for really and they find it in yoga communities or recovery communities or you know old you know old 50s american cars collectors yeah sure everyone has their communities and they feel a part of yeah based on the fact that we pe we feel completely apart from yeah so uh, most of uh the bombs the bal MS bombs and salves that are sold here are for the mental, physical brain, you know, emotional body, really. Right. Yeah. It's just so much easier to recognize um, just spiritual bullshit, I guess, <laughs> when you realize that it's all really for the body and action. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. It's appropriate, man, because. Uh, the, the body condition and the brain condition and emotional conditions have a huge influence on the experiential condition. Yeah. Yeah. You're feeling fucking shitty. Your world as a body, your world can seem bleak. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, of course, there's value in that here in this event we're in seemingly. Yeah. I don't think there's value in awareness of awareness. I think the value of awareness is where it where there's not much awareness of it here. Yeah, that's what brings that's that's where it has value in and of itself. It does it. It's aware, but here where it can seem like many of us aren't, and <laughs> something that would trigger not an awareness that was acquired or chiseled or for forged in your fucking blood sweat and tears but an always reliable at all times no matter where you are or what condition you think you're in or seemingly you're in being available at all times that to me is has a huge influence here because a lot of the shit that keeps going on here is without us knowing it yeah 
without us knowing this, a lot of shit's going on. So when, when that without us knowing it changes, then basically the shit changes. Seriously, yeah. So, yeah. That's why we say traveling lighter. I mean, does awareness travel lighter in awareness? No. It's the action figure, yeah? This brain, emotional, mental activity can travel lighter when it's not seen as the source or the cause or the end-all, be-all. When it sees when it sees itself more as an expression and an observation instead of a cause, yeah, and the defining thing of all things. It just works better for it, yeah? In this case, anyway. Right on. Yeah. So. Nice, thank you. Cool, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, James. I'll switch. Still muted. James. James, can you unmute yourself? Sorry. Yeah, I didn't know how to do that. Hi, Paul. Hi. James. Um, You're back for round two. Sorry? You're back for round two. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Calling from New Zealand. Hi. Hey. There's another Kiwi here. Yeah, that's it. Robert. Um, Very good. Uh, My my question is, uh, I've been listening to the people talking and my question again is is related to dying and, and death. Um, and the thing is, is that uh, there seems to be an urgency to get this. I, I know I can suspect. Well, let, me say, let, let me say one thing. How can a live question be related to dying and death? Say again. How can a live question be related to dying or death except in a dualistic frame? Uh, dying and death, Nor's favorite subject. No, no, I don't understand. Sorry. Well, I'm just joking with you. That's all right. So go ahead. Uh, go I, ahead. I, no, I, I think I understand. Um, it, yeah. Again, there's a recognition, but I don't understand it intellectually. I think you don't need to understand it. I'm telling you, if you did, it would have stopped at the understanding. And then informed it of something. It didn't. It bypassed the, the understanding. <laughs> but intuitively, I I think I understand what you're you're driving at. Yeah. Um, because there isn't an aliveness now. Yes. And uh, I'm clouding that with a mental concept of death and dying. I would. Yeah. There you go. You say the, the thing old is, heavy lifting. Say? You say the old speak. heavy lifting. Yes. 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 I mean, it just seems to be a recurring pattern because uh, there's this urgency to understand this. Um, and also, um, it seems apparent at times that uh, this body is is who I am. It's it seems to be that is the the heavy weight. This physical body is is the thing that is me, if that makes sense. Not anymore, but yes. Okay. 
I mean, when I die, this body will stop. How do you know? I don't. There you go. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, when you die, you're not going to experience it. Other people are. Other people are going to have an experience of your death. You're not. <laughs> You'll be finito, seemingly. As if you never happened. Yeah. To you, it won't be an experience. I would imagine it will be... There won't even be a scent that it never happened. It never happened. <laughs> there will be no, any part of you lingering, noticing that you died. I don't believe. Seriously. This language and this kind of understanding is only in this dreaming. This is not the understanding. This understanding is of this dreaming. Yeah? When, this, when there's an end to this dreaming, this understanding ends. Yeah? How do you mean? How do you mean? Let's say our understanding is appearing in a frame. Yeah? Yeah. The frame gives it all the meaning it has. What happens if that frame... If there's a passing away, yeah, yeah, there's no frame in the next stand, let's say the next sequence, and then there's no need for understanding, or a whole new kind of understanding would arise, yeah, okay. Don't you see the understanding is of what we're not, yeah? I mean, sometimes I can see it, it's just that. Um, well, basically, when uh, okay, when bad things happen, it can okay. I'm doing it again, but it's it can okay. seem that You're that not the doing, problem, that's the good news. Yeah. Okay, but I can see the traps that I'm falling into when I'm talking. Um, it's just that when uh, bad incidents happen, uh, it can seem more apparent that I am this body. That these incidents are hitting this physical thing and that uh the human body is is what i am at times you know yeah but that's not your understanding that's the under that's the understanding of what you're not do you see that okay it's a thought it's, like, it's a th I, thing yeah, yeah it's like i spoke in uh dublin dublin and uh a guy came in, it was at some kind of, I don't know, doesn't matter, but a guy came in and he was saying, you know, you speak and it seems so easy that you're not a body. But to me, it's, it seems impossible. Yeah, because you're speaking as a body. <laughs> so the body's strategy, its logic isn't going to say it's easy not to be a body. It's saying you're going to end completely as without a body yes of course the body's going to play its role up so of course it's very difficult it's impossible to see that i'm not a body as a body yes it is that is an impossibility but you see you're not you see that you're not a body from not a body <laughs> that's me that's uh 
the tea leaves are red completely different from where you're seeing them from. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm saying that it's not a heroic odyssey to leave from what you're not and arrive at what you are. You never left. What you're not is an appearance happening in the space of what you are. You're right. never away from what you are when you're up the ass of what you're not. You just think so, but you're not. You're always, that's always, that's it, yeah? So it's a part of it. Hmm? It's a part of it. Well, so, it's, so when... it's an appearance in it. It's not a yeah. part of it. It's an appearance in it. So it's seemingly it's not really seen. a part of it. Hmm? Sorry? It's not really a part of it. It's an appearance in it. It's a dreaming in it. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, I mean, sometimes I can catch myself uh, as just a concept. Is another concept that I'm this body you know, I, I can, I think I understand if that makes yeah. sense. I think you do too. And uh, don't stress, you know, just notice that that which is like straining its neck to see more isn't you. Yeah. Right. Cause that, cause that, that that's a part of it. Uh, because uh, like you said, a heroic effort, uh, as they say, storming the gates of heaven, you know, like trying to, um, basically get this before I die. <laughs> if that you makes sense. A, you remind me of a, a friend of mine in these squares, Johannes, a little. Johannes, if you don't mind, Johannes. Johannes, uh, his face was very chiseled with uh, an, like a mutated earnestness that wasn't serving him. So he came here to the talks and he's just let, lightened up, I feel, so much, just his appearance. And I think you're going to take the same uh, trajectory, my friend, a little bit. Uh, yeah? I, I hope so, because uh, yeah, that would yeah. help me a lot. <laughs> just keep showing up here and or not. It's going to happen anyway. But here, you know, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I like, well, you I like your questions. I think they're, and you know what? For the people that I've talked with tonight, Krish and stuff like that, I wouldn't talk with you like this if we were at a coffee or something. But I have a role here, and I'm trying to be as specific as I can about what I, what's coming through. And so when uh, there's a reinforcement of what we're not, I want to catch it, just as an example. So don't, but I wouldn't take it personal. I'd, I'd probably just be shooting the breeze with you somewhere, but I'm in a, just like, like, uh, I'm in this program of recovery. And so sometimes I, people who I know who are friends of mine, I also sponsor them. So they'll be talking to me and I go, all right, I hear them as a friend. Then there's a point where I go, I'm hearing them as a sponsor and I have to point out something in them because it's reinforcing that which is driving them crazy. So it's my job, so to speak, yes? So that's why I'm doing it, where I won't let you finish a sentence because that sentence is 
is subtly or obviously reinforcing that which you're not. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I appreciate uh, the honesty because, uh, as I say, I I just want to know if that makes sense. And well, and if I that's I hope that that's going to get kicked out of you in a couple of sessions. <laughs> something something you, you just said. yeah okay yeah no i'm joking well, but i'm serious with that one okay because <laughs> yeah. um something that you just said was uh that resonated was uh this isn't a, a heroic achievement it's no. just the no you know, no. it's, not, it's not like a big deal. It's not like a huge, but it can feel like that. I mean, it can feel like to you, wanting yeah, to know. To you and to me, it has to always seem like a big deal. That's how the you and me gets this illusion of being big, is by having big plans and big designs. Yeah. It, it, it right. sort of uh, lends, it takes, it takes the big from the design and lends it to itself. Now you got a big Paul with big plans and big designs. <laughs> I mean, you know, if if I truly believed that we were here to purify ourselves and transform ourselves and witness like wings growing out of our backs and then flying to a celestial field where we could drink the nectar of zillions of different flowers, uh, then I probably would. But I don't, I don't think that's on the menu, tell you the truth. Yeah, so I think it's, uh, I've really, I gained so much more by a loss of interest than I ever did by a, an intensive interest. I'm just telling you how it's played out. My losing interest has been much more important than a huge amount of interest trying to get somewhere. It has. Yeah. And the loss of interest means I'm interested right now. Whatever that now is. <laughs> and, and Paul, and do you? Know you... What? You, yeah. you and I, my friend, what we've been missing in our lives has been us, really. Yeah. We've been we've been MIA missing in action. Really? I mean, we are the presence. We're not the one who feels the presence. We are presence. Yeah. And a lot of times when we're looking for an idea of our ultimate or transcended self is just a reinforcing of what I'm not, which we just read in that article, and which if you read Ramana Maharshi, it's you never really you're reading about him, but a lot of different people that listened to him wrote his teachings down, and there are many recurring themes in them. And one of them is this idea, and that's why he talked about the only methodology that had any value would, would be self-inquiry yeah because the manufacturing of the idea of being paul is quicker than any process you could ever use to try to get out of it 
it would claim that process and use it to reinforce itself. Yeah, this is what it's saying. Does it always do that? No. But if you're not, if there's not, if the light's not on, it probably is. Yeah. And hopefully we recognize that our light has always been on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, will, will I ever uh, stop fearing death? Well, I don't think you have ever started fearing death. Something has is fearing death. I just don't think it's you. I understand. Yeah, so. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate friend. it. Another thank you very much. Yes, my pleasure. Okay, thank you, and uh, JP. Hi, Paul. Um, I had I had this question coming up this week, you know, and, and I think the article that you read sort of addresses it fairly well, you know, and the question was, you know, are, are all spiritual paths designed to fail? You know, are spiritual paths designed to help me surrender to my ultimate failure at making JP be the JP that he thinks he wants to be. Yes. I, well, in right. a way, see, they fail and succeed. They succeed in maybe calming the nerves of the action figure. They succeed mm -hmm. in maybe allowing the monkey mind to have a way to sort of just go up and down the pole, like they say. Yeah. It may have helped, uh, my cat has my cat sneezing. It's weird. <laughs> He's got something <laughs> not doing well. So, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so in a way, they succeed, but not in the way the mental states wanting them to see, succeed, which is right. finally getting out of itself and still being right. itself. <laughs> sure, sure. Better, more enlightened self. But uh, I think, in a way. It has again success and failure. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So the, the so the success is the failure. It can that... be. Let's say if you if like the Course in Miracles says, what can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's its value. So a lot of people who are really convinced something's not going to work is because they've worked it for a while and they found mm -hmm. they realized the futility of it. That's a pretty good yeah. way of going. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, whatever you were doing was unbeknownst to you was being used in another way to convince yeah. you that it ain't going to happen through doing. Yeah. So that's a fucking incredible right. value. Yep. I and um, yeah, I, I, I do as well. And I'm also in a 12 step program. And, you know, I, I spent a couple of years kind of realizing that whatever I did with the steps, wasn't going to get me out of self, you know, and um, so I stopped doing my 12-step program, and uh, but I also got into trouble there. Um, yes. you, you know, through through a lot of grace, I didn't pick up and use, but you know, yeah, things were not good. Um, and then after that, what I got into was I became a service junkie because you know I told myself, well, the purpose here is for me to be of service, to be useful. 
Uh, I know that, you know, I'm never going to be able to improve myself and that self can't get out of self. So I suddenly decided the action figure was going to become a service hero. And that also got me into a lot of trouble. And, um, you know, and, and now I'm in the middle of a fifth step and, um, and, you know, and I'm seeing the same thing. I mean, I'm seeing deeper levels of grooves. I think to use that term that we were talking about earlier on, I mean, there's more clarity about the grooves, but what's very clear is anyway, I can't get out, you know, I can't get out of them. JP can't get out of those grooves anyway. So it's nice to see all of those deep grooves in a clearer way than I ever did before. But, you know, the question that I have is, well, what's the point? You know, because it's, that's not what I really am, you know, um, but well, at the same time, no yeah. You know, right. Maybe uh, it's not like a choice of points. It may not be one. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? But I know the action figure, for many action figures, it does better when it has a purpose than if it doesn't. So fucking pick up a purpose. Right. Yeah. So this is so this is for the action figure. For sure. Look at what happens to a lot of people. Sometimes action figures, people find a purpose and that purpose brings out shit in them that they wouldn't have ever brought out in them. I mean, my affiliation with recovery has brought out the best of Paul. Oh. Yeah, I would go out of my way to help somebody through because of AA and I wouldn't probably wouldn't have done it because of Paul. Yeah. So something happened that I have AA affiliated with. I was brought out of a certain hell and I have an incredible gratitude for that. So I'm more than willing and happy to be available to, uh, to be available to other people in that same situation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but you're not identified, but you're not identified with that. So no, you can travel no. lighter in that. Well, yeah, of course. Mm, right. I mean, to me, um, you know, there was an old Kenny Loggins song. This is it. Make no mistake who you are. Yeah, this is it, really. Yeah, it's awesome in a lot of ways. And it's whatever it is. It's just this is it. There's just an incessant buzzing onness, and uh, as far as I can tell, there's nothing before it, and there's a whole lot after it. So <laughs> let's call it. I feel like, uh, yeah, start there and see what happens. Yeah, start from there. Yeah. What happened with the action figure? It it had an atmosphere. It was breathing, which was a disapproval bordering on like a badness, like a morally being wrong for what I was or what I wasn't and a huge desire to get out of it. Yeah. I mean, huge yeah. to the point I would do basically anything, Eat, you know, and like the alcoholic or an addict of my type, I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow, not to feel uncomfortable. Now that was a huge imperative. And now what I find myself breathing is acceptance for years now. Acceptance of what I'm not. Yeah. 
I don't think I could have ever accepted it if it was me. I would think that would be a demand of trying to get better incessantly and whatever. But because that urban renewal project was canceled and I saw the limitations of the action figure pretty clearly, <laughs> uh, the action figure is just uh, was left out to pasture. You know, it's just fucking grazing. It's not disturbing much. And, uh, doesn't really need much observa observation or surveillance. It's just just doing what it's doing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, you could mm. never see. You could never imagine these states because you would be imagined in them. Yeah, and that's mm. why they're still imagined and not obvious. Yeah, you see, when you're using the system, it projects itself to be where you're imagining, and it can't be in this. It's not of acceptance. It's of mm. comparison, let's say. Yeah? It does, yeah? It's not its nature. So mm. it's not that we can't imagine. It's how we're imagining. Our imagining is sort of like a, a framing, like a square in Zoom that you may not be aware of. But it's limiting so much possibility just be a, appearing in this Zoom. Yeah? Mm. So, this is, so this is what happens. People think they're on rides, they want to get off, or they go on rides, they don't never want to get off. But they're the ride. Mm. This is mm. the ride. This isn't mm. a thing that's having these things occur. This is the dreamt. It's not the dreaming. This is the dreamt. This is the ride of the dreaming. Yeah? Mm. The mental state wants to separate and put itself in a position of observing or witnessing. I don't believe in any of that. I don't sure. think the mental state ever gets out of the fucking river. I mean, I think we're all wet at all times. Yeah. And that's a incredible news. So you'll stop trying to fucking get out of what you can't get out of because you're not truly in a sense in it. So, mm. yeah. Mm. But yeah, see, so can don't let your head get too tricky with you. If the action figure has alcoholism, the program of recovery works, my experience. Mm. And so mm -hmm. the head wants to replace it with shit. Why is that? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Could I ask you also, also about, for, for, you know, it's like, do you, do you still personally go through the steps? you know, as, as, as a form of maintenance for your action figure? No, or, not or often, it, but I get, I get a right. chance to go through the steps with others. Right. And I do use steps six and seven because right. I see a lot of what I'm not and I bring that to the higher power and I ask it to reconfigure it, put it to better use. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The whole thing with me is the recovery the action figure, uh, it's like, it's sort of like uh, out with the old and not in with the new, just out with the old. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and yeah. then you see what happens. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Because the in with the new can be the same shit of the old. So you don't want. Of course, yeah. 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 Yeah.
out yep. with the old and in with the new, just out with the mm. old. <laughs> yeah. So yes, mm. I do that then and uh and I work with others in the program. So mm. And when you do Thank the you, steps with someone else, when you do yep. the steps with someone else, you see the steps in a different light. It's awesome. You yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh it's one of the best uh ways to sort of let's say strengthen your sobriety by helping someone else with theirs. It's just the way it goes. AA is a has its own logic also. You have it by giving it away, yes. And it's also very uh, symbiotic. You need to hear the message. I need to carry the message. I need to hear the message. You need to carry the message. Yeah? So it's a very mm -hmm. symbiotic event going on. It's, it's a, tell it the truth to me, I think recovery is a wonder of the world, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I do. As a phenomenon, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's very anarchistic, right? Anarchy. Well, it doesn't have any yeah. real set organization. And for some mm -hmm. reason, it has the worst members. I mean, the membership <laughs> is of the worst kind. And yet it fucking works. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right, man. Nice to see you. Thanks, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Anytime. On Tuesdays and Thursdays. Or Wednesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> Thanks, JP. David W. David W. Hey, Paul. <clears throat> Hello. Got me? Uh, not yet, but I will. I can hear you. So go ahead. All right. Thank you. Um, my question is that when, when you, you ta often talk about these teachings that really um, just really hit home for you. Yes. Um, when you were, when you started tonight, you were talking about when, you know, hearing that the self can't get out of the self and how that just really, really hit for you. Yes. My question, my question is when, when you heard those teachings originally, was your transformation like on the spot? So you heard the teaching and you were just done you were out of yourself or was there like no, a no, transition no. no it was more a critical mass i would reach critical mass at the milestone of the statement and then there would be like an avalanche yeah and then i didn't see it I never saw it in, in any other way than the way I saw it at the avalanche. That's what it's been like. So, so there were some statements that I had different understandings of, and then it hit a point where I haven't had a different understanding of it for 20 something years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like there was a little like in between time and then, and then what you call the avalanche that that's where like, it hasn't changed since then. Yes. Yeah. See, my, there was working understandings and uh, then they would become obsolete. And then there was uh, like a finishing blow, so to speak, as at, at least till tonight. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like I, I mean, a lot of your teachings hit me similarly, similarly, but then I kind of 
go back to the selfing. And then when, when I'm back in the selfing, I feel like it's kind of like the selfing has just been co-opting the teaching maybe the whole time. And it's just been the selfing saying, yeah, yeah, I get it. I feel it. But it's, but it's the selfing possibly. No, no. I think what happens is there's an impact and an impression and then the selfing tries to claim it for sure. Okay. But usually by the, the anxiousness of the selfing, you know, you're on to something. <laughs> it's feeling, it's sort of feeling kind of caught. It's sort of not like a routine fire call and there's a cat in the tree. This is like a four alarm fire to the selfing. Yeah. Yeah. Because That's it, it likes the set. Revelations are coming. <laughs> and, and the selfing likes the status quo. The, the selfing isn't up for any change. The self, unless it can address it or like claim it, yeah. See, but nothing doesn't, nothing changes, see? It likes change. It doesn't like nothing because nothing changes. <laughs> it's a, it's sort of different, yeah. Yeah. Nothing changes, you know, it's kind of. You'll tell your, you'll, it's one indication you're onto something when you see its reaction to something. Yeah. Yeah. When the head gets really threatened, yeah. <laughs> it reveals a lot of shit. It's, it's, uh, it's sneakiness sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. It overplays its hand, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Sne sneakiness and kind of desperation. It kind of, yeah. for me, it feels like it's a, you know, a raccoon trapped in the corner of the garage or something. And it's just a little bit like aggressive or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's gonna, you know, you never come or go. You always win out. Yeah. 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 That's the faith in the process or trusting the process. Like one day I was at a satsang. I tried a few of them. Yeah. I, I got introduced to the Course of Miracles early on. It was trippy, man. It, I, it had me laughing quite a lot because it, it was describing a house of cards that I, did, I thought I used to see. I didn't know I lived in. <laughs> and then I got introduced to the, the non-duality idea. And one time I was at a, someone's talk and I just knew before knowing, you know, it was like an unspoken yes. And that was pretty. And in hindsight, that's exactly what it's been. It's like a, it's a constant reverbing of the same aha in there. Yeah. And yeah. so I find things that really tickle that. And those are the things that I keep using at talks because those talks, those, those statements, uh, coincide with avalanches. So I relive the avalanche every time. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I just love them. I mean, I love Hoang Po. I love his statements, his old Zen master. I mean, just to have to put so much in so little is a great act of art, so to speak. Yeah. Because he, he didn't use more. He didn't pile on. 
he just cut your legs out from underneath you. Probably smiled when he was doing it. Beautiful. Exquisite. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's how it went. It seems to have gone with me. I don't even know because I'm not interested, to tell you the truth. I'm yeah. bound by this moment, but I don't feel I don't feel bound. Yeah. I'm just here at the Zoom. Seemingly. <laughs> so thanks, bro. Yeah, stay Thank with us, David. Yeah, we appreciate Thank you. you. Hope your cat gets well. We we had a sneezy cat a couple of months ago and some yeah. antibiotics and a few, you know, a couple of weeks and he got better. Yeah, we got to get it a shot, but I don't think he can do it while it's doing it. That's okay. what we read. So, yeah, it's been through a lot. So he's sleeping on where I usually sit. I'm not, I've changed my whole Zoom <laughs> so that he can, she can continue to sleep. Nice. Service. The, the reigning <laughs> queen. But thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. My cat's on antibiotics, too. <laughs> Uh, and Josh, still on out on Port Albert. Uh, hey, Paul. Yeah, my cat's on antibiotics too. I just don't have a cat, so I think it's part of the dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of weird. I should stop paying the pharmacist. Anyways, my question is um, kind of building on my last question, which was you know the victim story versus you know the trust story. So I'm a writer and I went through a whole big thing with my writing this year where a lot of outward action came to an end. And then the mind keeps coming up with, well, what are you going to write next? What are you going to write next? And I don't know. And so it's like, is that just another aspect of the selfing? It's like, cause like initially I was like, well, you should try to reframe it and write to do this and write, you know, figure it out. And I'm like, I just don't know if I'm going to figure it out. It's like, it's like one more mental strategy is not going to solve the problem. Well, listen, so, if yeah. you and I do so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm open to listen. Why would you have to, you have to see, let's say if you're in, I don't know, then you have to see what's asking you. Why is not you obviously. Yeah. You're not writing. That's what's happening. Yeah. 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 Correct. And then you'll be writing and that's what will be happening. And then the thing will probably ask you when you're writing, why are you writing? Yeah. Or why, why are you writing this or. It's going to do, it's just going to, it's the same. It plays the same tune either way. If you're writing, it asks you why you're writing. If you're not writing, why aren't you writing? Yeah. So it's the same false thing. It sure seems like it, but the fact is you're not writing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because because the thing is, it's the I think it's for me. It's like what is it's the should. It's like what should I do next? Well, that's a different story. Yeah. And of course, who's asking that question and to whom? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there you it's, go. It's more, it's more annoying than anything else. Well, yeah, exactly. So if there's... Because <laughs> I just want to enjoy Port Albert. See, it will say something, and then you'll see... Uh, hey, Mike. 
Mike, can you just mute? I think it's Sankar. I don't know. There's someone has unmuted. Mike, can you mute Thanks. everyone? Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I got it. All Thanks, right. Mike. All right. <laughs> I think you might have muted Paul too. <laughs> no. Okay. He's just not talking. <laughs> no, no. I'm just sitting here. I thought. I think I said okay. what I wanted to say. Yeah. See, you're not. Okay. Writing. So I. I you're not yeah. writing. Yeah. There you go. Let's start there, and mm -hmm. uh, and see what happens. Maybe you'll start writing. And yeah, okay. So that's the beginning and the end is just well, just, be with that. just you know, if you're gonna, if something's gonna say something, then have this, you know, you know, what's happening? You're not writing, start there and then see what happens. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, not because it's like that engine of seeking has stopped. Oh, it's like I say that engine of seeking like that, that kind of clawing need of like to do it to prove myself has come to an end. And it just feels like what it feels like is like it's searching for that fuel. It's like it's, it's almost just like a habit, though. it's just a habit. Yeah, it it's runs a habit out of repetition. It doesn't have an infinite fuel. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just feels like another yeah i guess that that's my my question is like is it is it just searching for another piece of kindling well it seems to ha it seems to have found it yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah i'm See, not doing it to... we start speaking as if we're worried something's going to happen but you may be in it already seemingly mm. All right. It's, see, it's very simple, but in, a, in one sense, because we're constantly being moved, just to recognize what's happening now. You know, I'm not writing. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm never going to write. It just means I'm not writing. Yeah. And then you'll be writing. There's not you. You're not the one that's going to write, and you're not the one that's not writing. It's just writing or not writing. Yeah. And then what's disturbing us is all the add-ons, you know? And uh, they seem to have more weight than the fact that you're not writing, you know? To me, that would be, hey, I'm not writing, therefore I can do a lot of other shit far out, yeah? Yeah, it's all these extensions to my Chrome browser are more important than <laughs> exactly you go down those holes you know the rabbit holes and then uh you 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 know you're on you're at the yellow pages looking for a divine proctologist you got to get pulled out of your ass mm -hmm. seemingly it's all seemingly it's appearing to be true thank god it's not appearing to be true to you, us it's appearing to be true to you <laughs> mm. No, like what we used to say in recovery, we're not all crazy at the same time. Yeah. That's what's helpful. It, fe it feels like that. It feels like 
you know, similar to when I was a newcomer of that habit of like, I've just gotten sober. Now I'm going to go to the gym, you know, and now I'm going to get into a relationship. It's like and that, that habit has run down. And so will this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. It's like you've awesome. taken you. off of, when you take something off of life support, it still has a few breaths left. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. It just gets, it squeezes out about five or six more and then it's fucking rest in peace. <laughs> don't put it back on support. Yeah. <laughs> don't put, <laughs> let the coma patient go. <laughs> Pull the plug. Don't put it back in. Yeah. I'm obsessing about how many more beeps on the machine does it have left. Well, you could say none now. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's the, yeah. <laughs> just don't, just don't. The plug's been pulled. <laughs> Just stop, just stop teasing the socket. Yeah, why? You, you want some excitement? There's other ways to get it. Yeah. Yeah, the cricket's been particularly good this year. So that's it. Anyways, thanks, Paul. All right, brother. Enjoy your vacation. Will do. Yeah? Yeah. I miss Oz. I hope they go back again. We got your chair waiting for you when you're ready. I'm looking forward to going back, seeing people. All right. Thanks, Josh. Enjoy the birds. And anybody else want to raise their hand? Let's say goodbye then, eh? We got... Uh, Nor and Mike, nice to see you guys. We got Brandon, a resident musician. Thank you for the music, Brandon. Sandy, Sanda, maybe we'll enter, we'll uh, open a, a Zen Bitch Slap yoga studio. <laughs> we'll just do dead man's pose all day. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. I can do that. Sandra from are you still in uh, India, honey? Yes. We got JP from Vietnam. Yes. Julie. Julie has gone into the deep sleep. Huh? She's come too. She's... <laughs> I know. We got James from uh, another Kiwi. We're uh, happy to have you. Yeah. We got Kenneth, Kenneth from Toronto. Must be freaking cold there. <laughs> I'm in Vancouver now. Oh, you're in Vancouver. Oh, good. You're getting closer. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see you, Kenneth. Yeah. Johannes, as always, a pleasure. Yes. We got John K. He always looks like he's eating the canary, whatever, the uh, cat that ate the canary. We got it. All right. There's James again. Let's see. Oh, we got George, Mr. Void. Yes. Yes. He's never far from Mrs. Void. How could he be? We got Linda. Linda, nice to see you, Linda. 
Oh, there's my friend from uh, Melbourne. Hi. I, I talk with Jane. It's very nice. I'm very happy. Yeah. To, I'm looking forward to seeing you again sometime. Thanks, Paul. We, we look forward to seeing you too. Yeah, it'll be great. Yes. We got Mary G, as always. Yes. Z, I forgot to call you, Z. I'm happy you remembered. He's my main man. We got Nico. Nico nice to see you, Nico. Hey, Paul. Yes. Very good. Jack C is in, uh, looks like he's in a little girl's room here. What's going on, Jack? Maybe we, I don't want to know, really. Paul, I sent you an email. Oh, you sent me, oh, I think I got that email. <laughs> it's about the, uh, yeah. Well, Parasite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yariv. <laughs> see you, Jack. And Alan, nice to see you, Yariv. We got Kaiser in Minnesota. It's probably good to be inside. Hey, Kaiser. Yeah, must be freezing there. We got uh, Mike's pat iPad. We got David W. We got Rick, Rick Rowe from Toronto. Nice to see you, Rick. We got Joel, Joel, pleasure, Phoenix. He's in Hawaii now, eh? Jesus, you are uh, got an upgrade, pretty cool. We got uh, my friend from Rockville Center, the spirit of Long Island. Jesus Christ. I got run over on Merrick Road. It's either Merrick Road or Sunrise Highway, right? I picked Merrick Road for some reason. Right track in? What? Solomon Grundy's right track in, or where was? No, I was in, I was Phineas T's. Phineas right T's, wow. Yeah, Baldwin, wow. yes. I never made Crazy, it to man. the bar. I got run over twice. Right, I remember you telling that story. It's crazy, man. Like you yeah, said, like yeah. mind. It's almost like a mind of its own, right? Yeah, yeah. Once I thought it should have been enough, but no. <laughs> Life had different plans for me. Getting run over twice. All right, Keith. Nice to see you, Keith. We're gonna have you over soon. I'll talk to you about it. Yes. We got uh, Stefan. Stefan Reed. Is that the? Nice to see you, Stefan. Where are you from? I forgot. I'm from Austin, Texas, Paul. Austin, yeah, I, talk, I talked with you. Nice to see you, man. Nice to see you. Yeah, you're a, you're in a lonely outpost. No, Austin's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, we got uh, Brahmi. Brahmi. He's not here anymore. She's out and about. It seems like a beautiful day there. Sunny, yes, yes. All right, I'm going to leave uh, Sega. Sega, who else is here? Oh, Maggie, Joe from the Bronx. Hey, Joe, thank you for that money. You know, they I had to get it checked. I don't trust mostly a lot of counterfeit uh, counterfeit bills come from the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, I had to get it checked out first. Maggie, we got Michael D. Michael, is the, you're the one who sent me the uh, article. Michael D. Yeah, that's right, Paul. I did. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna. Uh, that was a trippy article. I gotta read the whole thing. You wanna tell us what it is, so people know? 
I sent, I sent the link to Paul. All right. I'll send the link to you, Mike. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, really, I'll try to do it right after the talk. Well, no, I know I can get it. I was just wondering if it could be provided now on chat or in general. For I'll send it right away, and then you can put it on the chat, all right? Okay. Uh, hold on. While you're doing this, I'll try to send it to you now. Hey, let me just finish. We got Maggie. Hope you're doing well, Maggie. Ross, uh, Alan, Brahmi, all these folks. We got some anonymous brothers and sisters. Hey, thanks so much for having us tonight. Uh, Tuesday, Thursdays, recovery, Wednesday, Saturday, whatever this is. Um, all information on zenbitchslap.com, events, all Pacific times. Yes? So there you go. Thank you. See you, Al. See you, See you James, from New Zealand. Uh, I got uh, my other new, my other Kiwi. I think Robert left earlier. All right, see you guys. All I'm right, gonna send this link. So if you're hey, interested, guys, happy new year. Just oh, yeah, Paul. Thanks minutes. for nothing new and but nothing old either. Ah, uh, yes, it's my pleasure. <laughs> Let me send this to you, Mike. All right. Actually, he uh, Michael put it in chat. So uh, all right, good. That was yeah, good that you, he took me out of the equation. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't in any obvious place. Because Thanks for the card, Paul. What? Thanks for the card. Card oh, only. Card, it's, it's, it's a vegan card, too. Yeah. There's no content, no nutrition in it whatsoever. Love it. <laughs> I'll see you guys. Thank you. Yep. Actually, I just got the link that was up there. Uh,